You choked me. Brought this on yourself, Rick. See, I was willing to work with you. All you had to do was follow a few very simple rules. Now, well, now I see that you've got to go. Scorched earth, you dick. He's not home. Oh, holy shit. Everybody hold your fire, it's calm. The following episode of the Walking Dead podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com is the premier source of spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. Choose from their extensive catalog of over 215,000 audio programs from leading audiobook publishers, comedy specials, magazine and newspaper publishers, business information providers, as well as many other products. Audible is also the preeminent provider of spoken word audio podcasts for Apple's iTunes Store. In addition to audio programs from outside publishers, Audible.com introduces Audible Studios, matching the most imaginative and esteemed authors with the world's best performers, including Academy Award winners, respected stage actors, and Juilliard graduates. Audible Studios produces a diverse catalog of engaging audio ventures for every age. Sign up today for your free, no-obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. You'll get a free audiobook, and you'll be helping to support The Walking Dead podcast. So head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash dead and start a new adventure today. And now, we're pleased to present the latest episode of The Walking Dead Podcast. We always think there's going to be more time. And it burns out. It's The Walking Dead Podcast. Got any advice for me? This is The Walking Dead Podcast, a podcast dedicated to The Walking Dead television show on AMC and The Walking Dead comic from Image Comics. Come on, come on! Back up! So sit back, relax, and join the herd. I'm Scott, and here with me today, as always, Mr. Gary. Hey, it's me. I'm Mr., and I'm also Gary, and I'm also Mr. Gary. Still multifaceted and eminently talented. Wow. I mean, I'll, I'll take it. I don't really know if I hold that up all the time, but I'll try. Ah, uh, you don't have to try. It's second nature. <laughs> 
don't know if you heard my dog in the background, but he agrees. He's barking, you know, like a. Well, what other proof dog. do you need? <laughs> Dogs are unconditional. True. It's very true. Yes, I got to take uh, take doggy to work today. Oh, did you? Always a treat. Although she doesn't, I don't think she likes to travel. <laughs> <laughs> she got to go with me today so um but every time i try to leave my office she would get upset really to take her with me to get coffee um yeah and then i like set something up so she couldn't leave the back part of my office behind my desk and then she mm -hmm. figured out how to move part of the the barrier Oh. <laughs> <laughs> which was i had like a, a box that i have a a, a a stand in that i bought that i just haven't assembled and then i put that next to a, my garbage can and she figured out how to move the garbage can that's happened to me so many times you think like you you set up a structure and you're like there's mm -hmm. no way they're, they're smaller than this there's no way they can get over this and then they find a way around it every Chihu time chihuahuas are very industrious <laughs> they are so all right. Well, this episode, we're going to talk about uh, season 11, episode one. It's hard to believe we're in season 11 already. Right. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this exactly as Acheron or Acheron or. I would uh, imagine Acheron, but they okay. haven't actually said it. I don't think. Right. Yeah. I didn't hear anybody say it. So I have no idea how to say it. Asher Acheron. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that. Yeah, that. Episode <laughs> yeah. 237 of our August program. So, uh, but before we get into that, uh, we have our sanctified boilerplate section that I serve to you, sanctified, Mr. Gary. And it's boiled. Boiled, yes. Boilerplate. <laughs> As always, you guys can leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at twdpodcast at gmail.com. You can always post a comment somewhere on that Facebook thing. We think, I, I think we, we still have that, right? I assume so. I have not uh, cast my eyes upon it in quite some time. Yeah, we, um, we begrudgingly keep our um, Facebook uh, group page over there on facebook.com slash walking dead podcast. If you want to find us there, we're also on Audible. Um, our partner on Audible, they give us a, uh, they give us, they, geez, sorry, one second. Give you, they will give you. Yes. Our partners with, our partners with Audible, our partners from Audible. Our sponsor. Our sponsor. Yes. Thank you. That's probably the, yeah. Our sponsors from Audible will give you a free audiobook for no charge. If you go to audibletrial.com slash dead. That's audibletrial.com slash D-E-A-D, and you get a free audiobook for nothing. Nothing! You don't even have to pay for it. Not a cent. And then on top of that, it supports us, and it makes us feel good. Gives us this warmly, ghibli feelings in our heart. Well, just me and Scott will just, out of nowhere, just be like, man, I feel really good. Ghibli and warm yeah. at the same ghibli. time. Yeah, warm in spirit. Ghibli. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Hey. Feel feel the warmth in our ghiblis, and everything will be great. I, and I everything say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's not agreeing that one, guys. But just just in general, it'll make us feel good. If you go to audibletrial.com slash D-E-A-D, and guess what? Aside from making us feel good, these guys that are just talking to you about Walking Dead, that you're like, I kind of like those guys. Guess what? You can help us out. And on top of that, you have a free audiobook. And you can cancel. And you don't have to pay for anything. And those audiobooks, like there's uh, Walking Dead titles 
there's fantasy titles, there's bi- autobiographies, there's magazines, there's newspapers, there's like pretty much anything you could think of, right? Yeah, they even have podcasts now. <laughs> yeah, they might even have us on there. And original programming. Well, let's not get carried away. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, they, <laughs> they have uh, original programming they do with um, uh, named actors. There's one show, one show that I started listening to that has Reva Shearhorn, who was uh, one of the cast members on uh, uh, Better Call Saul. Wow. I don't remember the name of her character, but it's the it's the love interest uh, character for uh, Bob Odenkirk. Oh. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I can't remember what her character's name is, but anyway, she does this podcast. I forget what it's, what it's about social media or something like that. Well, you know what else that kind of segues into, I have a bad track history of remembering the name of our squad, uh, death squad Z (laughs) on no man's land. It's -hmm. a game we play that has characters from a show we like, and you can collect those characters and you can make them shoot at other characters and other zombies. And it's really kind of fun. And if you join our group, Death Squad Z, not only will we get cool stuff, you'll get cool stuff. And we could join together and get even more cool stuff. Um, it's really just kind of a win-win-win. And each week you get to play along with a show and play little mini episodes that correspond to the show's main mission that week. Um, and you know how they're always trying to out the idea and do cool stuff with that. So playing that in a video game every week... And then getting cool stuff for playing that and then giving that cool stuff to us too. Um, because we want a cut of that cool stuff, baby. You know, I mean a cut of that stuff. Um, so just uh, you know, come and help us out. I'm picking up on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's a walking dead no man's land mobile game. Get it where you get your mobile games and look for Death Squad Z, which is our guild. We got a really good core group of players. So come on and, and join the fun. Yes, oh, I, I've been playing the game since um, 2015. Wow. Yep. You you've actually been playing it longer because you started playing it first. That's right. I, I bought it when it like first came out, but mm-hmm. I barely played it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm a really bad player. Um. Severely stoked. All. Shout out to you. <laughs> yeah. And Gem Five and Weezer Swall. Oh yes. Excellent. Our our uh, our uh three amigos and then this uh oh, newer than the other three rido 111 yes that is is a solid we've got Definitely. a really good core group of players so um and uh gary and i started the guild yeah but plus there's that guy three or that four mysteri- years now well there's that mysterious guy parthiax that is just like crushing it all the time huh <laughs> He's just like a legendary dude. I, I mean, he's he's the he's mysterious. Always, he's the mysterious leader of the guild. Yeah, he just kind of pops in. He says some good, like like imparts well, some knowledge. Although he's not been the only leader of the guild. Hmm. There's actually been two people who have led the guild. Who? Severely Stoke was a leader of the guild for a while. That's right. I relinquished my my torch. That was left to me by the lamplighter. <laughs> Relinquished my torch and he was good. Sean Ashmore? Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I, I like that. I couldn't remember me too. his name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Severely Stoke was the leader for a few months and then uh, graciously handed it back to me. So we, uh, we've we had a good core group of people, like I said. So join us and we welcome welcome you to play along with us. 
Come and kick some butt with us. Yes, there's lots of walkers to be had. Many butts to be kicked. Indeed. All right. <laughs> and with that in mind, we can move on to our main event, the recap discussion of Season 11, Episode 1, Asheron Part 1, or however the hell it's pronounced. Acheron! Hey. <laughs> I think this was a great start, Gary. I agree. I particularly enjoyed an aspect of it that they really haven't used much in the show, but that is, it's a big part of the book story, and that's the concept of the lurkers. Mm. The lurkers are those zombies that look like they're out of commission. They just lay there until something activates them. Right. And then they get up. And that's what you saw in the beginning with all those zombies that are laying down and they explain in the book that at a certain point if a zombie doesn't consume anything it runs out of its batteries basically run down it yeah cease to but it just stops as opposed to the other kind of walkers we see most of the time that they refer to as roamers for obvious and, reasons well like you've said they haven't used it of course on this scale ever really but they've rarely used the whole lurker kind of aspect but usually it's like you might see one mm-hmm, right that's kind of in the corner and then if something happens to like alert it or blood drips on it or whatever it might wake up but it's not like a whole field of them you know um and one thing that i thought was really cool that we actually learned from the uh, amc plus um screening of this episode was that at the very end of it they had these like behind the scenes kind of featurettes with angela kang the showrunner right. and she made a point to mention that um, it was something they came up with in the writer's room of like, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're like kind of mission impossible descending upon this kind of thing with all these lurkers, mm-hmm. of course, you'd want the lightest people to go down. And most of those would be the women. So like, yeah. why not just have a moment to focus on all the cool women they have on the cast, yeah. especially now that Michonne's gone, you know, right. that uh, deny is gone. Um, why not highlight, you know, like, yeah, like the main woman is gone, but we still have a lot of cool, badass female characters that just haven't been focused on as much. So, like, it did not even occur to me. Yeah, me neither until watching that part. And I'm like, of course that makes sense. Like, you want to yeah. have that anyway. The thing is, there's the women so often and all the time share in the same kind of danger that the men are exposed to that mm-hmm. it doesn't even seem odd when a woman goes in first. Right where it might in another show it, it seems like okay that's just that person going down i think that's one one good thing that they've done they 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 failed the bocktail test yeah right definitely yes is it called failing it when it doesn't um when it doesn't maybe they pass it pa- pass it where where it's not the conditions that are, are mentioned in the bocktail test what is it that 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 the female character doesn't really do anything that isn't related to a, a man or when the female character is talking. I believe most of the, the time they're talking about a man. I'm not a hundred percent sure on this. Cause it's been a little while since I read the rules, but I believe it's that they have to, there has to be at least two 
named mm-hmm. female characters in the project, be it a film or a TV show or whatever. Um, and then they have the two female characters have to have a conversation together that involves something other than another male character right. yeah. in the flick. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't know if they really had much conversation. Uh, they had some they, they had a couple no, but conversations. What they, what they were doing had nothing to do with America. Oh no, no, the what mission. they no, definitely at all. They were very mission oriented. Yeah. Um, even Carol at the end there, which Carol being Carol obviously had to just be Carol and not follow the rules. Um, you know, and and make things a little more difficult. But at least this time, her like going off the edge decision. Mm-hmm. Was to get a lot of food that they could actually get a lot of right. use out of. It was a good reason. So yes, at least this time it kind of made sense. I almost thought for a minute that crate was going to have guns or something like. Oh yeah, I did too. You know, I did too. yeah, that was my first thought. Was like she's like, I could get something else to arm us so we can go like beat the next bad guy or something like, like destructive or I guess or whatever. But like instead, right. she actually went the right way. She's like, actually, I'm going to sacrifice myself not for myself, not for just being something you know rash mm-hmm. or like you know whatever or violent. I'm going to go do it to get more food for our community. Cause that'll help stretch it out another few yeah. days or whatever. So that was cool. I thought that, I thought that was a, the whole segment was great from the opening with the, the, the show opens on the back of Daryl's vest when they're on top of the roof. Yeah. It was really good. It reminded mm-hmm. me of a, um, they drew a fake, they drew a comic book cover. It wasn't ever something they were going to do, but they were kind of teasing that they were going to introduce Daryl in the comic book. Oh, right. It was, yeah. And I remember so the, that. The, the comic book cover is from the back of Daryl with the vest with the wings. And it reminded me of that, that, um, that tease comic book cover. Of course, yeah. they, never, they never, they never introduced Daryl in the comic book. For those of you that Daryl doesn't exist in the comic book. So, um, He's just an invention for the show. The interesting thing is Daryl was never supposed to be, he wasn't intended to be a, a regular, uh, he was just supposed to be a recurring character. And he was yeah, right? did such a good job and he was such a popular character <laughs> that they immediately made him, a, uh, basically made him a cast member right away. And now so many other people have left. He's the face of the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like literally the face, um, which exactly. actually kind of going back into... Um, you know, talking about this episode, um, Maggie had been in the last, the, the back half or back yeah, two thirds or whatever you want to call it. She was in the, a few of the last episodes of the season from the last season. Um, but this season, especially between her and Daryl and Negan, mm-hmm. you really start to see how they're settling into their roles yeah. and how like, and how like, you know, Maggie, yes, she's a legendary character, in the mythos of the show, she's been gone for a while and she was always kind of a side character to Glenn or Rick or whoever. And very barely in the end for a while before she left, she was a leader of her own civilization or her own group or community, whatever you want to call it. Um, Now we're starting to see her decade, uh, decade, or I don't forget how long they've said it was a good long time later, um, really coming into her own. And being a leader of her own right, and even sometimes being a little too headstrong. Yeah, and I don't know how long she's actually been gone. I forget how long it is. I've heard different things. I think it's been like five years or so. I don't know. 
I know it's been a little while. It hasn't been a decade for sure because the kid's still a little kid, but he's, yeah, you know, a toddler or whatever now. Um, but yeah. Anyways, um, I thought it was really cool to see the progression in them, mm-hmm. and also that like, especially that. Well, anyways, we'll touch on that later. Um, right. With uh, Negan and Maggie at the end, but um, yeah, very cool to see the way they're treating the characters and the way that it all kind of comes together and coalesces in a way that makes sense, but also actually kind of works with a show that is kind of hit or miss sometimes. Yes. yes. I I completely agree with everything you said. Cool. Um, Yeah, no, I, 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 especially with the development of those three in particular, Mm. but um, that opening visual was great. Um, Reminded me of that comic book cover. And then that blood drop going in slow motion and dropping on and activating. Yeah. That reminded me of the drop of blood from the dead crow that falls on Brendan Gleeson in 28 days later. And then he turns into the zombie. It just hit. I hadn't thought of that. It hits him in the eye and he immediately, and within a few, within about a minute, he turns into one of the, the ragers. And they love, um, you know, kind of flashing back and homaging to horror and different, Mm -hmm. You know, I could totally see that being, especially in Greg Nicotero's mindset. Um, that's, I'm sure 100% that was some inspiration there. That's really cool. I never Maybe, thought of that. Yeah, no, it reminded me of that immediately. Definitely. Um, it, it definitely survives from that, whether that's yeah. inspiration for them or not. Yeah. And the, my only issue with that opening segment was the predictability of the rope breaking. Yeah. I'm like, that's what's when they're showing the, I'm like, yeah, but the, I will say, admittedly, the Daryl catching the bag. I thought the bag was going to, they make you think the bag is going to fall. But he catches the bag and it's his blood drop that does it. I thought that was a nice save. You know, it's funny. On a particularly predictable thing. In my head, the first thing I thought was like, okay, Daryl's going to catch it. Like he's going to have his Captain America moment where he's going to catch the string and he's going to hold it with his mighty bicep and like everything's going to be fine. And then they showed the trick of blood cut because something snicked him, like cut his arm as he was grabbing it. You know, you could tell. Yeah. Yeah. And you see, you see that, like that thing that cut him, you see the drip of blood come down. I'm like, oh man. That's how they're going to do it. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought they were going to save the day with with Daryl being a save. But of course, they always have to complicate it one other way. Yeah. So of course, there's a drip, a drip of blood, and then it's mayhem, and that was so freaking cool. The way yeah. they all came out of nowhere, and like it was a swarm. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was awesome. Like a like a like a drink mix. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Fizz. Like, yeah, yeah. They really got to do more of those um lurker moments in the show. Oh like, yeah, no, I hope they do. That was so fun, and even you don't have to do the whole kind of. Mission Impossible dropping in spy ML, spy element and like trying to tiptoe around or whatever. You could like do some moments where they're like trying to infiltrate somewhere and they're just walking around, but like there's these these lurkers, you know, and maybe something might happen. You know, it's such a cool element. Um, yeah, and it's so crazy, dude. This is season eleven. Mm-hmm. However many episodes of this show, over a hundred, I know for sure. I know you oh, you sure. probably know the number better than me of the episodes, um, but. So many episodes, expanded universe stuff, comic books, uh, minisodes, movies, hopefully someday, uh, telltale video games, all this sort of stuff. We're still surprised 
about the way they could present zombies in this show. I know. I know that's something that the, I, I like they you the the exact word you use was they always come up with creative ways to kill these things. Yeah. Back when they used that fire hose. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then even the um was it was it two motorcycles or two cars? I forget where they had the the a, a wire between them, and they just yes. like mowed through zombies. Like I mean, the, the stuff they've done in all these years, um, they still find ways, especially in these big episodes, the premieres and finales, and like mid season finales and big episodes. They always try to do something kind of big like that. Um, that was just so cool, though. That whole sequence, especially to open up the episode, and to kind of begin to show the dynamics going on between Maggie and Negan and uh, Daryl and Carol. And, Mm. um, you know, all these little things, they really started from the very beginning of the episode, really showing you kind of how these characters are and where they're at through the whole thing. Yep. I agree. And the number is, I calculate 161. (laughs) This would be episode 160. Wow. Yep. Uh, I might be off a couple, but I think that's it. I'm sure you're right. At least that's definitely. It was, it was six episodes close. in the first season, 13 in the second. And then from season three through nine, it's 16 episodes a season. And so that's a, 118, I think. Yeah. Something like that. And then this season had 22 episodes. So I can't believe that is 100 and, or 159 and then these two new ones makes it 161 anyway i had to use a calculator i admit yeah so uh, um, well hey guess what what? in all of those episodes Mm -hmm. not once did a drop of blood fall from daryl that is true and reactivate another zombie that is true that is true so i like it i like it me too Uh, it was great it was so awesome to see and uh, it led to uh, some other cool stuff, which um, yeah. you had something I, else you want to talk about. I thought the the I thought that whole thing unfolded well, and the reason why they're doing it, I like the real the the real motivation right now is they're almost completely out of food. Mm-hmm. And also, what struck me is that we're now seeing the result of the constant damage to the physical structure of Alexandria. That they're now yeah. at the point where they're questioning whether they can even repair it, and the hilltop has been decimated and it's these places keep getting attacked and they rebuild them. But now we see there's an actual long-term degradation to the structure Yeah, that they can't put the walls back up anymore. And they're, they've run out of food and they've taken so much damage that whatever they had set aside to grow crops, that's been wiped out from herds and, and other attacks. So uh, the, the, the whisper is basically destroyed Alexandria. Um, and the, near the end of season 10. That's why they all ended up holed up in that hospital. So with those little bits in the end with uh, Angela Kang, she actually mentioned something I thought was kind of cool. It kind of ties into what you're talking about a little bit. Okay. With um, uh, Negan and uh, Maggie, um, the whole idea was that they wanted to push that relationship as far as they could mm-hmm. while still having kind of be believable. Right. Um, so I thought it was really interesting how they played that dynamic and really um, pushed the envelope without doing anything that was totally out of character for either right. of them either. You know, oh, no, I agree. Yeah, no, I think uh, their motivations are pretty plausible. 
Hmm. Um, you know, I, yeah. I say, you know, the, it's understandable clearly, but, um, kind of the the hostility towards Negan, although I'm sure if I was one of them, I would be right there doing the same thing, but it's getting repetitive as far as watching it each week. Yeah. Um, well, I think it yeah, really, he's a, yeah, he's a, your former guy, bad guy that did a lot of bad things and you captured him, but you all decided not to execute him. So yeah, you know what? You're going to just treat him like shit instead. Although well, I think it's, yeah. Sometimes when he deserves to get punched. He definitely deserves like to get punched a lot. about Glenn getting beaten like a dog. Well, he yeah, he deserved that dog. one. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, in general, I think they made a point to make it that, like, yeah, he's being a jerk. But also, you can understand that where he's coming from, because he's done all this growth, and yeah. Maggie hasn't seen that. Right. So he's coming in at a slightly higher level, you know, in status than he was in the community. Right. Um, you know, still kind of tarnished, but like working on it and done some really good things and really coming up a lot of ranks. And then Maggie comes in and the last thing she basically saw of him was her, him kill her husband out of nowhere and then become the tyrant that right. they were fighting against. And then seeing him cowering in the jail. So when she went to kill him, right. And then left him like that. Yeah. But still kind of wanted to kill him, even though she left him. One thing, one thing that I was struck by is the similarity between Negan and the character of Jamie Lannister on Game of Thrones. He goes through um, sort of hmm. this redemptive arc hmm. where he's like this bad guy you don't like, but then he sort of seems conflicted and you, and he'll do a lot of things where he sort of becomes like a hero and then he'll, He'll do something that was completely in his nature. And it's and the commentator that I would listen to the show that was about that show was that he's really not a good guy. He's just mm -hmm. doing some good things. He's not a good guy. And they would have to remind the audience every now and then that he's really not a good guy. <laughs> he do something that was along the lines of what you used to see him do. And it's, right. it's kind of like that with Negan. Negan, you, you start to sympathize with him. You start to really empathize with him. And then he makes that crack about Glenn. And you're like, ah, fucking hit it. Yep. And it's the same thing like this whole time. Even though he's kind of a jerk sometimes, the way he talks is a little crass. Like, he's mostly been doing the right things. Yeah. And this whole time I was I was rooting for him. Didn't Even though he'd done such terrible things, and then just when and you then, start to forget why you why we hate Negan, he does he lets Maggie fall. He, he does something to remind right. us, you know I, that was the big thing for me. He let Maggie fall. Yeah. Everything up until then, his kind kind of being shitty and here and there, like okay, fine, I'll, I'll, you know, okay, that's yeah. Negan. That's just him, his bravado, his persona, and sometimes he's just not going to let himself take too much shit. So if he feels like he's taking too much shit, understandably so. I, I was actually surprised when he didn't help her, although I know I shouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. I was actually thought that that he was going to like pull her up. He was going to yeah. look at her for a moment and then go, oh shit, and pull her up, but he didn't. Um. And I like when we talk about that later um, in the next episode, when they, when they talk about that. Do you know what that reminded me of? What? Do you remember that scene in the dark night where um, Liam Neeson's from the King of Peel sketch? That's why I say Liam Neeson's uh, Liam Neeson, um, Ra's al Ghul in that movie. Um, You're talking Batman, about 
Batman, Batman Begins. finally beats him at the end. Batman Begins. I'm sorry. Did I say The Dark Knight? I probably did. Um, in Batman Begins, <laughs> um, he finally beats Liam Neeson in the train. Mm-hmm. And he's he's standing he's like he's like, you have to kill me. He's like, I'm not gonna kill you, I'm not gonna save you, and just flies away. Like that's like that's kind of how it was right here. Like, mm-hmm. not gonna kill you, but I'm not gonna save you. Yeah, even kind of shooting me too. Yeah, but I'm I'm um I'll help you up, but I'm not gonna throw the game for you. Yeah. Hopefully she can cry and uh, crawl under the dumpster like her husband did and survive. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that next next episode. There's a comment I have about that, but uh, I'm sure you do. Um, backtracking just slightly before we got to that part, the the idea yes. of another big bad adversarial group around the corner. I mean, we saw an, uh, we saw one of them towards mm-hmm. the end of season ten, or the guys mm-hmm. that had been marked by Pope. I'm like, oh great, now now there's another guy named Pope. <laughs> the bad the big bad um, <laughs> right that's a bit old and i thought the decision to go to meridian which is the name of the community i guess where georgie was from where where mm-hmm. uh, maggie went came together a little bit fast considering they've all just finished fighting somebody else and doing all that i mean i realize they're running out of food but it seemed like it it was a little bit too easy yeah to it did to go and so but you know moving forward well, i think they kind of solved that by having daryl just jump in and being like i'll go who uh, wants to go with yeah, me yeah I, pretty I, much I, everybody went <laughs> I, I just thought that was too easy yeah it was um but i again going back to what happened with um negan in the the subway um which by the way the dc metro sets i thought it was the dc metro um, mm-hmm. and then they confirmed that's where they were. I thought they're, my God, they're, they're really well done. They really do look very much like the real thing. Wow. And, uh, especially I, I love the noise in the walls. That's supposed to be air going in the pipes. But uh-huh. that really, <laughs> it's a really creepy noise. I thought that's yeah. such a nice touch. That was a really cool Such touch. A nice touch. I, I really thought that was great, but uh, it's cool to know that it's kind of realistic looking too. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it really does look a lot like the like the metro stations. Absolutely, it's awesome. One thing I like a one thing I like other than it's it's much cleaner. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure in New York is that um, they don't they don't have any air conditioning in this in the stations on the New York subway. Yeah, um, but they do in DC. Mm. No, um, but not in this show. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure not. <laughs> you know, not they, by they, that point. They, they, one of the things that I, you know, I, there's oftentimes lots of characters annoy me from very, uh, from various points in time. Alden is one of those. Alden, yeah. who was a savior, who's now with the, who went to the hilltop, and now. He's, yeah. Like and then he makes that comment. I, I want to stuff a rag in your mouth, and Negan. I want to go. What? Shut up. What did you do when you were a savior, asshole? Right. You know, just because you switched sides after you got captured, by the way. Um, you were a savior once. There's a reason why you were chosen and accepted as a savior. <laughs> some fucked up shit. And now you're like getting all high and mighty. I'm going to just shut up, man. Right. Just shut come on. Up. Yeah. You've done enough. Yeah. But even the whole thing, you know, at, at the beginning, as it played out, I, I, I'm more at peace with it, but I was getting a little annoyed with Maggie's uh, angst towards uh, <laughs> Negan. I get it. 
he killed her husband in front of her. Yes, I understand why she hates him, but you know, either kill him or just move on. Yeah. Um, but then when she explained all that, I, I, I it, it made sense to me. She's trying to say, I really do want to kill you, but I'm trying not to be that person. But it's hard. <laughs> so we've missed one thing. The um, interrogation uh, montage at the okay. Commonwealth. Yeah. What did you think of that one? Um, I, I was going to mention about that. Um, I... Uh, I wish somebody would have would have asked when Lord Vader was going to come in, <laughs> and join them, or or when they ask where their settlement is, they tell them it's on Dantooine. <laughs> uh, but I like Ezekiel giving the armored, the guy in the armored suit some shit, like talking about his orange spacesuit. Yeah, and he's just a he's just a grumpy beat cop. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I I I'm looking at it and. I went to West Point. Oh, you're, ta- you're talking about the the main, I, right? The montage where they're asking. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's a different than what I was just mentioning. Um, yeah, I, it did exactly what it's supposed to do. You're like your mind is spinning at the end, and you're like. I kind of liked that. Um, another thing we've been, I, I've been at least going back to that. Uh, sorry, another thing we've been going back to is that Angela Kang kind of end cap on these mm-hmm. AMC Plus episodes, and she mentioned how like. Split screen isn't a thing they normally do in Walking Dead because they kind of try to keep it kind of retro and classic and um, theater styled, you know, whatever. So they don't normally do that. She's like, but they thought this interrogation scene was perfect for that split screen kind of style. We're like they would have two or three, two or three or four of them all answering the same question at the same yeah, time. You no, hear I all the answers at the same time. I Very effective. I thought really was. Yes, exactly. It was really was effective to, to make it very unnerving for the person even watching it. Yeah. And, and no, I, I like, and, and I, I don't, I think it's in the next episode uh, where Kamiko makes her comments about it. So we'll save mm-hmm. it for then. But um, I really well, like even, um, all of that. Uh, Yes, definitely. I liked all of it too. But even um, uh, Ezekiel yeah. had kind of pointed out that all of that before uh, yeah. Yumi got to it later on. Um, just kind of like you see them. Yes, a lot of it's like trying random bouncing around questions to try to throw them off. Right. But it always came back to where's your settlement? How many people are there? Um, how'd yeah. you end up here? You know, and and there was those two or three questions they kept trying to narrow in them and down on. Um, and they and there'd be like they, they didn't take it. Yeah, they but they, the they all of them didn't take it, which you know, thankfully, all of them, especially Eugene. Like, my God, how did that guy not crack? Um, but <laughs> <laughs> on top of all of that, um, I mean, they really went out of their way to like, especially in this era of the show. Uh-huh. Where everything's all about rebuilding and just the very beginnings of cultures and uh, you know legacies and um, communities and histories and all this sort of stuff like but stuff that's nowadays there's you know most of our cultures and libraries have thousands of years and whatever this is right. the very beginning of all of that um, so to be like I'm coming into this new community just like a few years after the zombie apocalypse. And there's two people sitting here in suits. Yeah, yeah. And none of us have suits anywhere. These people have suits, and they're perfectly prim and proper. And they're asking me a bunch of questions that With seem paperwork. out of nowhere. 
with right. paperwork with paperwork and writing down everything which with is pens. yeah right with the uh, quilts and pens and all that um and just like oh oh ridiculous yeah, yeah no no i'm like it they it's like they they recreated the driver's license office yeah <laughs> And luckily, Ezekiel was the one to me that, like, I don't know what in him took him out of it enough that he could see that. But I was so proud of him. He was like, like I see what you're charge, doing. Aren't you? Yeah. He's like, I totally see what you're doing. You keep trying to lead me back to the same two questions. I see you must be in charge right there. You sitting over there talking, not talking, just looking at me. Um, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm George. Angry, angry beat cop. Yeah. I think I'm an angry beat cop. I, I, like, I love the way you handled that le- later. It was great. Yeah, me too. Next episode, yeah. Back in the subway, of course a herd got down there. I'm like, really? Of course you knew that was going to happen. Plus yeah. there's a bunch of lurkers down there, and and yeah, of course there was a herd. And I yeah. do like that Daryl went after the dog. I do like Me that. too. Me I'm, too. I've, I've always wondered what his, you know, the, the dog seems... Obviously, the dog must have a particular set of skills to have survived that long and not gotten eaten. True. Plus, if it's if it's um, you know at least seven or so years since the zombie apocalypse started, then the dog was probably a puppy. Yeah, or a puppy when it started. And plus, so we we that, saw. Do- Sorry, what? And the dog has survived. <laughs> yeah. So we saw. We've seen dog multiple times now definitely in this episode just like go and jump at the throat of zombies mm-hmm. and just like try to take them down um he, he dog goes ham <laughs> dog just goes um when, yeah. when when someone's threatening his man he just goes and he just yeah, tries to take I, them down yeah um, I'm just like, he, he's a... yeah that's i think that. you're right honestly that's my head canon now is that uh daryl's dog that yeah. we know he got from that other guy, you know, whatever, but like got it from that, that woman, I think. Yeah. Or woman, sorry, yeah. Uh Leah. Yeah, the one he was involved with. Right, before. yeah. That went away and then there was a note and all this sort yeah, of stuff. I didn't yeah. know what that yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. There was some stuff there. Carol cares more than any of us do. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't care much about anything, so that tells you what we yeah. think. Um <laughs> uh yes, the dog must have been like born during or like yeah. right before the apocalypse and then had to basically be a pup through all of that craziness. And that dog survived. That's a badass dog. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And and honestly, for even though it runs on its own, it listens to Daryl pretty well too. And yeah. I and Daryl goes out of his way to protect it. So I it's, have it's comments a- about Mr. Dog. <laughs> Do you the know? next episode? <laughs> dog the bounty hunter? No, I oh. don't have anything to oh. say about dog the bounty hunter. I can't blame you. <laughs> so you're talking about the uh, the dog in this show that we're yes. actually talking about? Yes. Oh, okay. But we'll save those for next. Seven week. the dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, overall, I I thought it was a great start. And uh, me too. I'm, I'm encouraged that they're going to put their creative best creative foot forward for the final season. I'm very encouraged if they continue to do episodes that build and are, are very good. Uh, I don't again, know how close of an adaptation this is to the, the book uh, as mm. far as the Commonwealth is concerned, but uh, I, I uh, it, whatever they're doing, it's working. So 
Well, it honestly, it bums me out a little bit that the show has gone downhill in ratings so much. Mm. Um, Cause I think it's really like a lot of shows that last a long time, it goes in waves and right. sometimes it's really hitting its stride. Sometimes it's not so much. And that's all so subjective too. So like that could be anything to any number of people, but right. the ratings are really plummeting. <laughs> um, and I think the show is really actually getting to a point that like a lot of longtime fans would really love it right now. If they had yeah. binged it or stuck through it or, right. you know, done any of the recap things and caught back up with it. Um, mm. But People just left, and yeah. and you know, yeah. and, it is what it is. I I don't know about the DVR numbers. I don't know about downloading or streaming numbers. Yeah, maybe some of that helps a little bit, um, but I'm assuming it's the same thing as the uh, box office movie numbers. That like, you make a certain amount of number in the box office, and that's your lion's share of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so it's a bummer. Um. But granted, they've also built this as their last season. They're planning to go out with a bang and then launch a few other spinoffs and do their own things. Um, and the movies they're still supposedly working on. So maybe there's still a bright future ahead, even if the main show goes away for a while. Um, but um, I think we're off to a pretty good start for at least the last season, right? I'm very encouraged. I'm very Me too. Encouraged. So, all right, well... That's our show for this week. So, um, again, you can leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at twdpodcast at gmail.com or by posting a comment on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash walking dead podcast. And of course, out there on Facebook. Yeah, out there on Facebook in the Zuckerberg version. That, e- that Zuckerberg ether out there somewhere, Facebook, yeah. the Facebook yeah. land. Yeah. The land I shall not visit anymore. But- <laughs> We begrudgingly entertain Facebook. Yes. Well, as always, it's never been a better time to be a nerd. So stay safe, Tyrone, Pennsylvania. Tyrone, Pennsylvania. I stopped there earlier this month or late last month on my way home. That's our show for today. Thanks for joining us. Please take a moment and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash walking dead podcast. If you like the show, let us know what you think. You can email comments and feedback to twdpodcast at gmail.com. You can also post comments on our Facebook page. The Walking Dead podcast can be heard at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and SoundCloud. If you're an Android user, you can also download a dedicated Android app at playerfm.com and the Google Store. Please help support The Walking Dead podcast by visiting our sponsor, audible.com, and signing up for your free, no-obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. Many of our sound effects are provided courtesy of free SFX. Please check them out for all your sound effects needs at www.freesfx.co.uk. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here for the next episode of The Walking Dead Podcast. 